0: The title of my message this morning is "Donatitude." Can you guys all say that? Donatitude. Yeah, donatitude. So, if you look in the Oxford Dictionary, the definition of donatitude you will not find. But in layman's terms, my surname's Layman, by the way, so that's you can source another joke. Thank you for that one. So, in layman's terms, donatitude should come up there, and I'm going to test you at the end if you remember is a mindset of being biblically thankful when seeing a donut. Yeah? Guys, you won't find it in the Bible. It's just something i made up, okay? So we want to be biblically thankful when we see a donut. So when you leave, every time you see a donut, I want you to remember some lessons we're going to learn today from the Bible. Okay, are you guys ready? And specifically, there are three lessons we're going to learn. And you guys are gonna help me learn them. Are you guys ready? Okay. So, what we're gonna do is we are going to start. Well, we're gonna learn from a very well-known character. And I purposefully chose someone who was not like an old man. Hey, like Moses, we always like with the old beard. But this was a young man, his name was David. Who's heard of David in the Bible? Yeah, you guys have heard of him. Okay? Now David also became an old man, but he was also once a young man. And today's story is focusing on when David was a young man. Okay, are you guys ready? So now picture this. David uh, was a shepherd. He's out somewhere. Where's my shepherd staff? Is it here? Here? Okay. And he, he may also have worn like a cool Rambo thing like this. I'm not sure. But he was, he was out in, uh, in, in, uh, in the fields one day, just being a shepherd. And he didn't know while he was out there, that there was a prophet called Samuel who had actually just arrived at his dad's house, okay? Let's pick up the story here from 1 Samuel 16, verses six. Now David at this time was probably, we're not quite sure, maybe 15 or 16 years old, maybe a little bit younger, maybe a little bit older, okay? When they arrived, this is Samuel. Samuel saw Eliab. Now Eliab is David's oldest brother. And he thought, surely the Lord's anointed stands here before before us. But the Lord said to Samuel, "Ah, ah, do not consider appearance or height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Okay, now David had quite a few brothers and they were lined up. In age order. And Samuel had started with Eliab. And then he kind of lined them all up and he went through all of them. And with each one, God said, uh uh, uh uh, no, uh uh, uh, until he got to the end. And Samuel was like, hey, Jesse, that's David's dad, is this it? Is this all of them? Because God told me to come here. And he was like, yeah, yeah, there's one more, one more. He's like, he's out there and he's watching the sheep. And Samuel said, well, we will not sit down until he is here. And so they just stood. They just stood. They were not allowed to sit down. And someone went to go fetch him. And eventually David arrived. He's all sweaty. He's got his staff. And he comes and he's like, whoa, what's going on here? All his brothers are like standing there. He's like, why don't you guys just take a seat? And this is what the Bible says when David arrived. Samuel. Ah, So, so he sent for him and brought him in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. Now, David was just a shepherd. He was, he was a teenager. But God said, yeah, almost like you. God said, this is the one. Anoint him. He was to anoint him as king. And so... Here is our donut analogy number one. Now imagine these are all Joseph's brothers. There weren't quite as many as this. This donut ball, we'll just call them donut balls. Yeah, these are the ones that come out of the middle of the donut. Yeah, so this represents us. Say, I am a donut ball. Okay. You guys are funny. Okay. And so, what God said is out of all these donut balls, he said, hey, I'm choosing David. And when Jesus was on earth, he said in John 15, 16, he says, you did not choose me. I chose you. And I chose you to go and be a fruit and to be a fruit that is going to last. So, our lesson number one the first thing we can be thankful for today is that God, the creator of the universe, the creator of you and me, He chose you. Isn't that crazy, guys? He chose you, despite the way that you look, the way that you act. The way that we sometimes whine, hey, he said, I choose you. I choose you. And I've got a special plan for you. Okay, so what we're going to do here, because I need to make sure that you guys remember, you guys are going to help me with actions, okay? So first thing we're thankful for is, no, 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 no. It's going to be God chose me, okay? But we're going to do it like this. We're going to split you guys down the middle. You guys are going to go like this. Donut ball. Okay, do it. One, two, three, okay, and then you guys are going to respond, God chose me, you guys got it, let's try it, God chose me, okay, ready, God chose me, God chose me, okay, just make sure you're all awake, we're going to switch the roles, okay, you guys are going to start this time with the donut ball, ready, okay, one, two, three, go. Okay, excellent. You guys are good. Okay, that was lesson number one. It's a big deal, guys, that God chose us. We shouldn't take it lightly. Okay, now next verse. This is after God said, rise and anoint him. This is the one, that's verse 12. Listen to what it says in verse 13. This is going to be our takeaway number two. So Samuel took the horn of oil, so he had some anointing oil with him, and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day... From that day on the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David and this is the coolest thing in Corinthians we read now we we, we this is you and me we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God. So as followers of Christ, God has not just chosen us. He's actually chosen to also give us a piece of himself by giving us his Holy Spirit. Okay? Are you guys ready for donut analogy number two? You guys remember number one? Yeah, I've already been chosen. Here we go. Okay. Oh, no. It fell. Yummy. Okay. Here is our donut. Yeah? I feel like it's going to fall. It's very heavy and juicy. Okay. Here is our donut. What's in the middle of this donut? It's a hole. So this is this donut we could say it's holy. Yeah, you guys get it. That's just a tip to help you guys remember, okay? Next time you see a holy donut, yeah? It can remind us that God gave us his holy spirit. Hey, okay? God gave us his holy spirit. Guys, shouldn't we be thankful that God's given us his holy spirit? Hey, okay? And sometimes we forget. He's chosen us and He's given us His Holy Spirit. And holy, literally, His perfect, 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 perfect Holy Spirit. He said, hey, I'm giving this to you if you choose to follow me. Okay, are you guys ready for number two? Yes. Okay, we're going to switch it around. Okay, so lesson, take away thankfulness. Uh, point two. Or, what we can be thankful for is God gave us, okay, but we're going to do it like this because there's a sequence. Okay, do you guys remember number one? Yeah. Yeah? Number one was? Donut ball. Okay, now keep your hands here. Your hands are here, okay? Now, while your hands are here. are going to do this? What does this represent? Yes, a donut, yeah? Which represents? The Holy Spirit, okay? This is tough. Okay, so you're going to have it here, and you're going to wiggle it. Wiggle your fingers to represent God's Holy Spirit, okay? So point number two, we're going to repeat. We're going to say, donut. God gave us His Holy Spirit. Okay, you guys got it? Okay, let's see if we can do both of them together. You guys ready? Yeah? Okay, here we go. You have to say both so you remember. I'm going to hold these up so that next time you see these, you remember. Okay, so first one. Yes, God gave us His Holy Spirit. And what I want to quickly show you So, who who does this represent? It represents you. You're right, Josh. It represents you guys. It represents me. Okay. Now, check what happens. I'm going to take this one off. When we say yes to following Jesus, I'm going to try to squish this guy in here. Do I need help? I'm not sure. Okay. Cephas, I'm not sure. I'm gonna. To... There we go. This is working. Ah, no one's going to eat this afterwards. You're going to eat it. That's why you want to help. Cephas, I can see right through you. Okay. Now, let me see. Okay, kids, you have to answer this one. Would you rather be just this? Or would you rather be this? <laughs> huh? You guys would rather be this, I would imagine. Yeah? Okay. And guys, this is what happens when God's Holy Spirit comes and lives within us. This is what happened to David. God's Holy Spirit came upon him in a powerful way. And the old creation, the donut ball, became a new creation. All of a sudden, it looks very different. It looks a lot more attractive. It looks a lot more yummy. Who said that, Joshua? Yeah? And so, can you guys see If you had to compare these two, when you've got God's Spirit, can you see how much more you have? We have so much through God's Spirit. And would you agree that we don't just have much more, we also have much more to give? Yeah? And God tells us when the Holy Spirit comes, He gives us the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, self-control. I bet you there's a lot of people maybe at your school. Hey, kiddies, are you guys listening? I'm sure there are people at your school, maybe even teachers, or maybe in your workplace, where you just wish, oh man, I wish this person had a little bit of love. A little bit more, or a little bit more patience, or just a little bit more goodness. And guys, we have it. We have it, not because we are wonderful, but we are, because we are a creation of God. But because God's given us His Spirit, and through God's Spirit, we have the fruits of the Spirit. And so, it's not just that we have a lot, but it's also that we are now able to give a lot. And guys, we should be so thankful for that. We should be so thankful that that means that we can live lives that are so meaningful, so valuable, far beyond a life that could ever be lived as one single little donut ball. Thank you, Sean. Guys, you're allowed to to do that. That's fantastic. Okay. Have you guys still remembered number one and number two? Man, my, my notes are full of donut grease. Check that out. (laughs) that's a first okay are you guys ready to carry on with the story point number three okay listen to this okay we are fast forwarding half a chapter this story you guys know kids and adults okay so David had been anointed and then we don't know how much longer it was it could have been like a few months a few years later but the Philistines are fighting with the Israelites and couple of David's brothers, they've gone to join the army because they're old enough, but David's too young. He's not allowed to join the army. You have, to be about, you have to be 20 years old. But one day his dad told him, hey, David, take some stuff over to your brothers just to make sure they're okay and that you can say hi. And so David goes over there and when he goes over there, there's this massive guy. Do you guys know his name? What was his name? Goliath. And he comes out onto the valley, and he says, who dares challenge me? Fight me, go! And all the Israelites, they're like, well, I'm not going to fight that guy. But David, he's still, he's a young man. David's like, who's that guy? They're like, no, 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 this guy's Goliath. He's challenging us like every day to come and fight him. But that would just be silly. We're not going to go do that. But David's like, no ways, man we can take that guy. So he goes to see the king at the time, King Saul. And Saul, first of all, is like, hey "Amen, you're crazy. And eventually David convinces him. He says, no, I've killed bears. I've killed lions. God is with me. God is with us and we can win this thing. So eventually Saul says, okay. And then this is how Saul responds. This is 1 Samuel 17, verse 38. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic, and then he tried to walk around. Woof. Now Saul was apparently quite a tall guy, and David was kind of like trying to move around. And then he said, to the, he said I cannot go in these I'm not used to them. So he took them off. Verse 40. Then he took his staff in his hand. He chose five smooth stones from the stream. Got some stones. I would imagine that to be pretty good size for what he was about to do. And he was like, oh yeah, I also have, I have my sling. Like, I don't think it looked like this. He probably had a different style. But he had a slingshot because he used it to protect his sheep. And off he went to the Philistine, Goliath. Now, doesn't this sound familiar? Sometimes we start when we're in a difficult situation. Maybe at school there's there's a bully. Or maybe he's just struggling at work. When we get into hard situations, we start looking for things that are going to help us. And Saul and David, and I'm sure there were other guys around there, like, no, if you're going to win this battle, you need an armor, a proper armor, and you need a sword. Okay, here, let's put all this stuff on you. Okay, now you should be able to go. But we know from the Bible, it didn't work. And so David, all of a sudden, there's a shift in what David does. He's tried other things. He's tried to do what other people have told him. But all of a sudden, he pauses and he says, hey, this is not going to work. And he, and he thinks, and he's, well, what do I already have? I don't have a lot. I have a staff. What else does he have? I've, I've got a slingshot. And... There's some stones here in the stream. And I have someone. I have someone who's with me. Well done, Eden. I know I have a God that fights for me. And so he recognizes, hey, I need to use what God has given me. And so that's what he does. He goes out to Goliath. And Goliath, Goliath sees David walking and he actually starts mocking him. He's like, ah, who's this kid? Do you think I'm a dog? You can just beat me with a stick. And David responds, listen to this. He goes out and he fights him and he says to David, you come against me with a sword and a spear and a javelin. But I come against you In the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. And a sling and a couple of rocks. That's how I come against you. And we all know the end of the story. Yeah? What happens? Yeah, he takes a rock. He takes a sling. And he throws this rock. And it hits Goliath. Goliath. Somewhere on the head, and he falls over dead. D E D, dead. Yeah, he did chop off his head. We won't go into those details today. He did chop off his head, but he didn't have a sword, so he actually used Goliath's sword. Must have been very, very heavy. And so, guys, David won the battle. He didn't just win the battle, he actually won the victory in essence when he did that. Not through the things that the world thought he needed, but he actually looked at what he already had. What He looked at what has God already given me, what has he already done for me, and knowing that God had given him those things and that God was with him was enough to bring him victory that day. So, are you guys ready for number three? Yes. So, number three, guys, is we need to be thankful for what God has already given us. And I've got two catchphrases here for you guys to remember. First one, focus on the donut and not the hole. Say that with me. Focus on the donut and not the hole. And the hole, is take this guy back out. This hole is empty, yeah? Is there anything there? No, there's nothing, yeah? But so often, we think about all those things that we don't have. And we think, if only we had those. If only I had a better job. If only I had a job. If only I had more friends at school. If only I had a teacher that was like a little bit more fun. If only I was a bit healthier, we often focus so much on the whole that we forget about the donut we need to focus more on the donut and not the whole okay focus on the donuts not the whole catchphrase number 2 focus on the donut and not the ball say that focus on the donut and not the ball And often we get into this trap where we're like, oh, man, like my life is not great. I'm lonely. I don't feel good. And God's reminding us, hey, yes, those things are true, maybe true. But focus on me. Focus on the donut and not on yourself. And maybe you're going through some stuff. Maybe things at school are hard. Maybe things at work are tough. Maybe you're uncertain about your future. Maybe you're getting married and you're like, "Ah!" hope not. You guys must laugh. (laughs) Marriage is awesome. But maybe you're going through some stuff and God's actually saying this morning, hey guys, I got this. I know you're in a battle, I know you're in the war. And can I tell you where the victory lies? It doesn't lie out there in what the world is saying. You don't have to go find more armor and another helmet and another sword and hope that that might fix things. The answer is not out there in what the world is saying. Neither is the answer in your own strength. But the answer lies in me. I chose you. I chose to die for you on the cross. I've chosen to give you my Holy Spirit. And I've given you, through who I am, all that you need to overcome any circumstance that you are in. Just focus on the donut. Focus on me. So let's wrap up. Okay, we need to wrap up. Number three, what was it? Focus on the donut and not the? I don't have an action for that. You guys, it's catchy enough, huh? You guys got it? Okay, focus on the donut and not the? Hole. Focus on the donut and not the? Ball. Yeah, you guys got it. Okay, we're going to do a quick recap of all three things. Guys, and we have to. Sometimes we just keep going week after week, and we forget about these truths that are in the Bible, which we should be so, so, so thankful for, because they are not just little things. God has chosen you. He's given you His Spirit, and He's given you everything you need to live a life that is full of meaning and purpose for the sake of Christ. Okay, are you guys ready? Number one. Do we need a recap? Okay, here we go, you guys got it. Okay, number one. Yeah, feels like there's a rap there. Yo, focused on the donut and not the hole. Focused on the donut and not the bowl. I just made it up. Yeah, was that good? So, as we close, kids, adults, maybe this morning you still feel like this. Maybe you actually, well, I had no idea God chose me. I remember I first learned that lesson, really, it sunk into my heart when I was 17. I always thought, ah, no, I chose God. God says, ah, I chose you, the beginning of time. God's chosen you. And maybe you still feel like, hey, I'm just this donut on my own, a little bit lonely, kind of finding my way through life. And God's saying, hey, man, I've got so much more waiting for you if you just choose to say yes. To me this morning. I want to give you my spirit, and I want to give you a life that is filled with purpose, full of value, full of meaning. Guys, you don't want to eat this donut. So, if that's you, I would love to just say a prayer with you. And we'll put it up, we'll put it up on the screen if you want to read it, if you want to just say it in your heart. And this is the cool thing about God is God's already won the victory. He's already chosen. You don't have to wait. Now is the time where you can say, hey, I'm I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes to following Jesus. I'm saying yes to God's Holy Spirit. And I'm saying yes to a life full of meaning through Christ. So if that's you, why don't we pray pray together? Dear Lord Jesus, I open the door of my heart. I'm sorry for my sin. And I choose to follow you. I make you Lord of my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for saving me. In your name I pray. Amen. And as I invite Hannah and Jerusha back, if you prayed that prayer, please tell someone today. Tell your mom or your dad. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Tell them so that we can work walk this wonderful life together